1: And this week, we are having some Old Fashions with um with our new Proof Syrup. Yes. From yeah. Proof.
0: Proof uh, Cocktail Syrup sent us three different cocktail syrups to try. Um, they make specific syrups for Old Fashions, and so they sent us three to try. And this one it's is... a pecan. The pecan. So, if you want to see how to make it, very simple, but you got to join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Facebook group. Yeah. And you'll see... Uh, my beaming, smiling face making drinks.
1: <laughs> your beaming, smiling face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's so good. It's really good. So, it's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I really like it.
1: So, this week we're going to be talking about outgrowing relationships. And not, we're not really going to be talking about outgrowing your relationship with your partner, we're going to be talking about outgrowing outside relationships. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, before we get started with that, Seth has a funny ass post of the week, maybe? Yeah, I
0: guess I'd positive? say Positive?
1: It's positive, I guess. Yeah, I think it ish.
0: depends on who you are. <laughs> Stoop. there's another fly. I got my fly swatter ready to go for the episode. I'm going to start <laughs> smacking some flies. Um, all right, yeah, so this one, I saw it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Somebody had posted it, and I was like, that's hilarious. And so I screenshot, and I want it, but it said, love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. <laughs> and it's really a funny way of saying what we say. Yeah. That good relationships don't take hard work. Uh-huh. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Yeah, it really is. But I think that that, that same mentality is really kind of why we're talking about what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think we've said it on here before. And I know that when we've talked about, you know, a few months ago, we did a bash from the past, mm-hmm. which yeah. probably hit kinda, on this a little yeah, bit. yeah, a little bit, I would say. Um, but it is something that, that kind of comes up. Not really that people have reached out and asked about it, but we've had the conversations. We've had, you know, personal questions about it. We, we've had our own personal conversations about it. But, you know, our, our credo, if you will, about, you know, good relationships don't take hard work are every relationship.
1: Yes, every relationship, not just your marriage or a boyfriend-girlfriend.
0: And we relentlessly apply that to relationships across the board. Mm -hmm. We have severed, chopped up, burned bridges, whatever you want to call it, with relationships with other people or other couples that we realized was just too much work. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's... uh, I mean... I think that when when you go through something like that, though it it sucks at first. Well, it's, it's not
0: it's not an easy decision. And, no, and I think that you know I, I don't want people to think that we 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 do that very cavalier. That it's just like oh well, there's too much work. We're out of yeah. here. Uh-huh. That, that's not our approach. That's, that's not what we recommend for marriages, and that's not what we recommend for friendships or families or old old friendships or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it it's it sucks. It's not mm-hmm. an easy decision to come by.
1: No, it's not. And unfortunately, we have had to do this many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time, it's just like uh, I think that we we come to it like, well, what if, I wonder what we did wrong, <laughs> yeah. like, or what we said. What did we say mm-hmm. really to to make this person just kind of I don't know, not like us or think differently about us. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not necessarily not like us, but that, that they, they think that we think <laughs> that our shit don't sink or something. Right. And really what it what it does boil down to is that we have outgrown that relationship. Mm-hmm. And that we're you're ready to move on and move on with our lives if you're not if you're not growing with us, I'm sorry like we don't have we don't have room for you in our relationship or in our lives mm-hmm. and um and I think that that sounds pretty cold, yeah, but I think that when you when you are growing <sighs> with us, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're shoot you're all you're along for the ride and it's gonna be. A good ride. Right. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time and enjoy each other instead of uh, be jealous and picket mm-hmm. one another and stuff like that. We don't want that. We don't want that kind of negativity in our life. Yeah.
0: And that, that sounds very white girlish when you say that.
1: <laughs> white girlish? <laughs> what do you mean?
0: I don't want that negativity <laughs> in my life. I guess so. Um, But I think that it's... yeah. It's something that, obviously, we can't ever tell it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's happened so often that we're kind of leery getting into new relationships. relationships yeah. um, because it does happen. And I think that... I, I, I really go into friendships, relationships, whatever, with... As, as, as much as people may think that, oh, bullshit, he doesn't. I really go into it with... with out any preconceived notions mm-hmm. and I think most of that is because I'm not really looking to build on anything when I when I meet someone whether we're, we're we're with a friend and I meet a friend of a friend or or we mutually congregate at something and we we hit it off with someone I I'm very non-biased about everything mm-hmm. until you give me a reason to be biased or to judge you or to put you in a category that says, yeah, we're not going to be friends. You're, you're just kind of in this limbo area, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't have any, any initial ill intent with someone.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. No way.
0: And I think that people, I think initially when they meet us, it's, I think they have a, pre- a preconceived notion.
1: Yeah. Well, that or... I hate I hate that when you meet somebody... Because most people do this. A lot of people do this. They warn the person that is going to meet you about you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter who you are. Most people do that. Yep. Like, oh, you know, um, let me introduce you to my... I'm going to introduce you to my sister tonight. You know, she's... She's kind of a pain, but Mm -hmm. you know, you might like her maybe, or, or she's, she's real, I don't know, just anything, anything. And so everybody, so those people already have something to think about you in the back of their heads Mm -hmm. that may or may not be negative, or I don't know, maybe negative about one person, but not the other. And, um... And so they they go into the new relationship, already thinking something,
0: yeah, something negative about it.
1: Yeah, they, they don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. They've, they haven't dealt with you directly. Yeah, and it's unfair.
0: Well, and we when I mean, we, we had we had someone very close to us get in a new relationship, and something was said to his girlfriend about me or you or us. To give her a a quote unquote heads up, and she came into the group with a complete chip on her shoulder for no oh, f- yes. no okay. fucking like, reason whatsoever. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how do you not? Yeah, I can the, tell you don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm uh, like, how now, do you not now know? It
1: just like clicked. <laughs> okay. And there was never yes. a
0: good part of that relationship. I mean, uh-huh. it, it was an it was immediately this, uh-huh. and I, I, you know. I'm pretty sure I kind of know what was said, but I don't really understand why. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) I mean, and I I know that one of the things that gets said about me and you've been lumped into this now is he's very opinionated. Mm -hmm. And I've said it a hundred times. Everybody's fucking opinionated. (laughs) Yeah. But the difference is the opinions we share on the podcast. I don't, we don't do that out
1: no huh. in the real world well and if somebody if somebody wants advice and stuff like that that's different mm-hmm. it's different than us giving than us sharing our opinions to everybody else yeah we we don't force anything on anybody yeah
0: i've never ever ever had a conversation with someone or someone someone i knew someone i didn't know at a party where i had to insert my opinion about anything Mm-hmm. anything at all yeah The only time I will share my opinion is on here every week because Mm -hmm. I have the microphone and you will listen to every damn word I have to say. (laughs) Or if someone asks me. Yeah. And even then I'm like...
1: It's hard to I'm like, I think everybody's
0: opinion on that's valid. I'm not really taking a side.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. But I think Which sounds surprising. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, And I know the other challenge that you and I have had over the last eight years is because of... Our fitness journey. Mm-hmm. People that aren't working out, people that don't go to the gym, think that we look down on them because they don't. Yeah. And once nothing I've said a hundred times. I don't give a rat's fucking ass if you work out and eat healthy. Mm-hmm. That does not affect me. No. I don't care. I don't. I don't judge anyone Mm-mm. and say ugh, I'm better than you because I go to the gym and no. you don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And and but I think that they think we do.
1: Yeah. I don't know why like it's like they feel bad because we go to the gym. They feel bad about themselves, so they, they think assume that, that we
0: think that they think think should down feel on bad. them. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's weird. It's really, really weird. Mm-hmm. I know, and you're right. I think that the 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 fitness journey has been one of one of my biggest things with outgrowing people friend terminator yeah yes i think that yeah i think that's that's definitely that definitely says it yeah um and and i mean i don't know i'm i'm sure that most of you can tell by now by listening to the show that i'm a nice i'm a nice person like why would i why would i think down on anybody Mm -hmm. when i'm like I've been there. I've been fat. I've been, you know, felt awful about myself. So why would I make want to make you feel bad about yourself? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's the weirdest, dumbest thing to me.
0: And and that's where I mean, there, there's never been one instance or one case when somebody's like, yeah, you know, I've I've been I've just been really down. Well, you need to go to the gym. That's what you need to do. Yeah. I mean, we we've never <laughs> we've never inserted. I mean, I know we say in the morning that we you know what do we say something about. unwarranted or unsolicited uh, advice Uh we do that on here we don't do that once again in the real world right it's not we don't look for opportunities we don't even tell people we have a fucking podcast yeah i know (laughs) because i am so fearful of someone that does i've just met and likes me listening to this and be like and that guy's a dick (laughs) he said something that i do bad and I can't ever let him know that I've done this cuz he's yeah. going to think bad poorly of me. And yes. I don't. No. Once again, I don't care. We yeah. just sit down every week and talk for an hour about stupid shit. And everybody does stupid shit. And most of the stupid shit on here we're calling people out for doing. We we've have done. fucking done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not it's, you know, it really is I guess the pot calling the kettle black, you know. <laughs>
1: right. We, but we've, but we've learned though. We've learned yeah. from it. And that's the biggest thing. <laughs> we've learned from those experiences right and we're not saying that we're better than you or yeah. better because we've learned from it but we want you to learn from it too
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so but I think we you know I, I think uh, there's a lot of couples that that go through that 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 similar growth and no growth type of pattern um, you know and, and it's something that you you can kind of you can reflect on, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, and look back on, and you can start to see. Well, here's where things kind of changed, and while I I, I agree, you know, we've been in. I'm sure other people have. Where you you get into well, and, and I guess taking a step back, that that relationship that we were talking about, where you know we were really close to someone, and uh, and then his new partner. Had, for whatever... Somebody or some people said something mm-hmm. very negative about me, you, us, something. Mm-hmm. And it not only ruined that potential relationship, it severed the lifelong relationship I had yeah. in place before yeah. her bitch ass showed up in the first place. The
1: lifelong relationship and other relationships. And there was a domino effect. Yeah. Where...
0: It just made it... It's like, why the fuck would we still hang out with that group uh-huh. when I know that this new member hates me uh-huh. and she was obviously told by this member, this member, and this member uh-huh. something
1: yeah.
0: about us. I know. I'm not going to hang out with people that are talking behind my back Yeah, just to save face. I don't, I don't, no, no. not need wanna, you in my life. <laughs> I want people that want to be in my life. <laughs> exactly.
1: I want, I want to be around people that want to be around me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I, and that's what we that's what we ended up realizing is like we have so many other friends. I mean, we and we loved these people oh, like yeah. dearly, but we have so many other people that actually want to hang out mm-hmm. with us and actually want to that are actually cool, right? Yeah, <laughs> cool with us and and not jealous the, there, and yeah, weird. There
0: is no and and that's one of the things that people that have. You know, I, I, one of my favorite sayings is people want you to do good. They just don't want you to do better than them. Mm-hmm. And that is something that we have continually run into as we have grown. Mm-hmm. And we've taken steps forward and we've succeeded with our our careers, our ventures financially, our goals, whatever it is. And it's it's not to do that to rub it in somebody's face. But what happens, I mean, we saw this happen when And when we lived in Colorado and, you know, I was not making very much money. Mm -hmm. We were kind of initially starting our journey. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, living in a very tiny house. We didn't have new vehicles. We didn't have new clothes. We didn't have nothing the best of anything. I
1: didn't have hardly any clothes. Yeah,
0: hardly anything at all. Yeah. I could
1: barely even fill up a tiny part of the closet.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were getting out of off relationships that left us with debt that we were trying to pay off. Mm-hmm. So we were buckling down and we were the underdog.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. And so
0: we had a lot of, you know, quote unquote, cheerleaders in our corner rooting us on. Mm-hmm. Well, we got out of that hole very quickly. And then we realized as we started getting out of that hole the people that were cheering us on were kind of in the same place we were when we started, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Wait a minute, why? Wait, you're not you're not struggling that bad anymore. You're not
1: in debt anymore. Well, why?
0: Yeah. Well, you think you're all, look at you all paying off your bills and shit. You think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so there started to become this. So then you're not the cheerleaders start to leave and they start to fall off, mm-hmm. and then and they, the, and the fitness journey thing. Yeah. And then on yeah, then the that. fitness thing compiled with that made it even worse. Mm-hmm. And so those cheerleaders start to fall by the wayside. And then before you know it, you have zero support system whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And that cheering and that rooting on and that that support has now turned into jealousy and hate and distance. Mm -hmm. And then that manifests into them coming up with, I say rumors, but a reason to justify why you or we had success and they didn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she lost weight because she's obviously on meth. hmm. You know, because oh my, yeah. my fat ass can't lose weight, and I know that if I took meth, I could lose weight. So that's obviously what she did. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. or becomes the back the backhanded comments. Congratulations on your weight loss. Um, yeah, you got really skinny.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and I think that I think that the weight loss thing is a good example for for all of for. People, I guess, hating and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because you even see it with the celebrities. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, was it Rebel? Uh, oh, maybe it was Adele. And what were you going to say? I was going to say Rebel yeah. Wilson. Didn't she just lose a whole bunch of weight, too? Yeah,
0: Adele's the one that took all the heat, though. Oh, she okay. She took a ton okay. of
1: heat. But um, it, she can only... You can only lose so much weight before people start talking shit saying that, oh, she's too skinny. Too skinny, yeah. And... And it's the same thing with becoming successful. You can only become so successful before people Turn on start, you. yeah, yeah, start talking shit and saying and making excuses as mm-hmm. to why the only reason why he was able to get a house was because of this mm-hmm. or you know like dumb shit. And it's like, well, yeah, but you had how many opportunities to do the same damn thing, right? Yeah. So yeah.
0: Well, and I think that we as as we we as we shifted throughout our journeys and we went from you know living in a, a tiny old 1950s house to having to move into an apartment and then we get a house every step of the way as we did better, we really wanted to openly share that experience yes. with the people close to us uh-huh. and it and it wasn't hey, come over to my my new brand new house and I'm gonna rub it in your face. it was really. This is cool for all of us. We've got yeah. this that we can do. We want to share this with our friends and our family, and we want to have fun. Our success is your success.
1: Yeah,
0: and and it's not it's not so siloed to where no, it's just us in this bubble. We did this. You can't take part, mm-hmm. and that is the same type of thing that kind of as we've moved or we've you know, we've gotten nicer stuff or we've gotten nicer homes or we've, you know, whatever it's been, Mm -hmm. there's been a consistent when we found that we've, we've made those changes. You can really tell who legitimately cares about you Mm -hmm. because they are happy for you. Yeah. And they stay in your life. Mm -hmm. And you can obviously tell who isn't happy for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And but just wants, wants to, you to fail.
1: Wants to watch. But wants so, to sit on the
0: sidelines yeah. and h- cross their fingers that you're going to trip at that one yard line and fall flat on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the ones that just spy on you and watch it and see what you do.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, I, I know, and uh, like you said earlier, we we kind of touched on it a little bit with the with um, the, the one episode, the Bash uh, from, Bash the past. from yeah. past episode. And, uh, where, you know, if a new friend comes in back into your life and then you realize old
0: friend, old friend comes back, I'm sorry, an
1: old friend comes back into your new life Mm -hmm. and then you, you kind of, you kind of realize like, you know, at first it's like, oh, this is kind of nice, like Mm -hmm. to reconnect with somebody and, and reminisce and, And think about those old times and then later on kind of realize, oh, okay, well, we don't have a whole lot in common anymore. And as much as I would love to, you know, still be your friend and of course I'll I'll still, I I guess, be your acquaintance or still call you a friend, but I don't think that it's necessarily, you're not necessarily someone that I want to hang out with all the time. Right and you you kind of you realize these things as you grow though Mm -hmm. like it it just happens and it's not that it's not that you're trying to stay away from those people or something It, it happens naturally because you you've had different things happen in your life you're you may be happier than you were mm-hmm. when you were friends with that person in the first place, but when that does happen, you just realize, like, okay, I I think that I'm okay. I'm I'm okay moving on.
0: And I think it's one of those things where I don't believe someone's personality changed. Mm-hmm. I I, no, I know I know that there's those people that they'll go through something, and then all of a sudden they morally they act like they're all high and mighty, mm-hmm. and we all know what their past was, and it's like how how can you act like like that now? Yeah. So there is that, mm-hmm. but I oh, know for, for it's awesome, yeah. from from my own experiences and what we've gone through, my personality hasn't changed, mm-hmm. my my core belief system hasn't changed, my my moral compass hasn't changed, but my priorities have changed. Yeah. And. I think that that's where, I mean, you you hit a point. You know, I I I just turned forty three last month, and I've got friends that are close to my age that are still behaving the same way they did when we were in high school. Yeah, and they're the ones like, man, bro, you've changed. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, I haven't. I have not changed. The way you mean it. My priorities have changed and I've grown. Mm-hmm. You know, I, My priority on the weekend is to not go and get shit-faced and hit on girls. Mm-hmm. That's still your priority and you have at it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to stop you. you know, I don't care if you are Peter Pan and never grow up. That, that's fine. But you have to understand that that's not what my life is. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I'm about. Um, and so I think that you, and people tend to say, well, well you've, you know, this person over here is matured and this person's very immature. And I think that tends to be harsh. I really just think it's because lives took two different paths.
1: I know. Yeah, that's very true. I think that, um, with, with the changing and uh, I think that, a lot of people like especially like in in our relationship Mm -hmm. um i think you said it in the beginning that they blame they'll blame you Mm -hmm. uh or they'll they'll blame the other partner right they'll be like well if and and i dealt with this personally i mean i had a lady that i was really good friends with Mm -hmm. and uh I would, we got engaged, and we because I didn't want to have a big, a huge wedding. I mean, a I, hundred people, a little over a hundred people,
0: and that was still immediate family.
1: And yeah, I mean that <laughs> I didn't want to have a bigger wedding than that, um, and that was just my side. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Seth just had little Seth and, and my parents and his parents. That's it. But uh, so anyway, I. I didn't want to have a big wedding, and so I didn't invite... I invited, like, three friends, I think. hmm And this other lady that I used to work with got pissed off.
0: You didn't invite anyone from that place of business. Though. Right. I it know. wasn't that you invited three friends that she knew and she was excluded. Mm-hmm. You invited two people that you currently worked with and one lifelong friend. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Those were the only people that weren't related to you that were at the wedding. Uh-huh. And she didn't know those three people at all.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah right, and so she got pissed off that she wasn't invited to the wedding, and she's like, "Well, if she would have been, if she was with so and so with my ex, she would have invited me."
0: Yeah, and she, so it was my fault.
1: Yeah, so it was Seth's fault <laughs> that I didn't invite her to our wedding, and so after that, I was now, like, "To
0: be fair to her, mm-hmm. if we had invited everybody from there, I wouldn't have wanted that bitch to show up anyway. <laughs> so she still wouldn't have been invited." <laughs> so yes <laughs> then it would have been my fault because i wouldn't why the hell would i want her? she was the only person that we worked at that place that knew both of us that were against us being together i know why the fuck would we invite her to the wedding that's true she was vocal I about know. me not being good for you
1: yeah that's like okay how is he not good yeah. for me but yeah whatever so after that, no, after yeah, racial, that i was like was over. okay sorry we're done um, that completely changed my mind about her. Yeah. And you haven't like, communicated with her since? mm like, uh, well, she she messaged me, I think, like, one time. Or, she texted me one time after, like, and you, realizing... you brought it up,
0: though. You told her. Yeah, I told yeah. her.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course I told her. And, yeah, she didn't understand that. But, it, but my, to my point, is people blame the, the other partner. partner. Mm-hmm. And... That's not. That's. I mean, it wasn't true with with yeah. us. I didn't. I didn't change as a person, like well, you I, said.
0: I think when for that instance, I think the reason it bothered you so bad is because it was hurtful that she knew what your ex had put you through, mm-hmm. and it came off as I would have rather her married her piece of shit ex because at least I would have been invited to the wedding. Yeah, that's how it came off. Uh
1: huh. Yeah.
0: And what she really meant to say is well, I don't like Seth and Seth doesn't like me and that's why I wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah. Which would have been a 100% accurate statement.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. That's so, very true. Context,
0: tone, and, well, and is and, everything.
1: And I'm still friends with everybody else from yeah. that facility. She's the only one
0: that that, that relationship was completely severed from. Yeah.
1: So, that I mean, it says a, a lot. And, and I'm not the type of person that, that does that because mm-hmm. I, I hang on to friends and yeah. I... And I have relationships with people that I've known for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. So I just, I think that I personally have, have outgrown a lot of relationships. And like I said before, it's not that I don't want to, that I'm not still quote-unquote friends yeah, with these you people. Don't, you don't
0: wish ill on any of them. No,
1: yeah. It's not like, oh, get out of my life,
0: or, or leave me alone, or, or you know, I don't care what happens to you, just as long as you're not in my circle anymore. It's not that at all.
1: No, it's just you have your life, and I have my life. And it's okay if we talk every once in a while, and I'm completely okay with that. I don't, I don't need you in my life. Mm-hmm. I That sounds harsh too. I know, it does. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm I guess
0: I can stop. Well, I, I think that for I think we both had very different experiences with it because I left home when I was eighteen mm-hmm. and only came back to visit sporadically for twenty years and then moved back. You stayed relatively close to where yeah. you grew up until you were, you know, mid thirties and we moved here. Mm -hmm. So you, your experience, it, it was, I think it's, it's easier in some aspects and harder in some aspects, depending on which perspective you look at from it. But the experiences are just different because I think for me, it was, I left and, and I, I went through that phase as, as everybody does when they leave home for whatever reason, whether it's for the military, whether it's, it's for college, whether you just move away, whatever it is, you realize very quickly after you're gone, that out of sight is out of mind. Oh, that yeah. you, in your mind, where you left, froze. Mm-hmm. It was like burying a time capsule. And when you come back sporadically, you start to slowly get disappointed that well, this this person is is doing this now, and this person's. Well, why can't I track down this person? Why? I mean, and initially, like my first year in the military, when I would come back, I really legitimately wanted to see all these people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would call people. Oh, I'm coming back. I had my little, you know, I had my little phone book <laughs> that I had of everybody's name. It was one of the things before I left, and I went and kind of told, you know, all these people goodbye. You know, they say the same thing that. Everybody says to be nice, but I took it as genuine. Oh, here's my number. Here's my address. I'll write you in boot camp. I'll, you know, call me. when I didn't get shit. <laughs> you know, nobody yeah. sent anything. Really? I mean, yeah. And and nobody does. And, and I think initially I was like, well, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Why mm-hmm. would you do that? But as I got older, I realized, well, it was, I'm the one that pulled myself out of that equation. Mm-hmm. I can't expect them to. Keep me in my life Wait if I'm not there. You, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but when I would come back, I would try to like track these people down, and and I just realized it. It just kind of started to get awkward that I didn't fit in their life anymore. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much that, oh, I'm 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 in the military and I've outgrown you guys. And it was really just a different mix. Yeah. And and it just felt uncomfortable. And so the people I started to see when I come back got smaller and smaller, mm-hmm. and smaller, and smaller, until by the time you and I were together, it was one person.
1: Well, and even with that, so the first year that we were out here, or when, okay, when we were about to move out here, mm-hmm. it wasn't even when we got here, uh, we had announced that we were moving back, and or that you were moving back, and... All of these people were reaching out to you, mm-hmm. saying, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to meet Crystal. It's been 20 years. And, and yeah. oh, shoot. this and that. We have to hang out. We have to get a beer. We have to do this, do that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, you guys
0: got to come over. You need to meet the fam. I mean, all this stuff.
1: Yeah. And then we get here and, I mean, you kind Crickets. of. Yeah, you <laughs> kind, you're kind of like, oh, okay. You kind of expect, you know, like some people to, to be like. Oh yeah, come come on over or whatever, mm-hmm. and of course the one person that you have been in contact for your entire life, you know he's there for you. But mm-hmm. like, we had a fortieth birthday party for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the following year, yeah, my, my first been birthday here yeah. was my fortieth. Yes. And so we had your birthday here and we invited all of these people. Well
0: we we had just we had closed on the house as we as, you know, over Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. My birthday's in August. We had moved back the prior October. So we were here for the holidays and then the winter, spring, and then summer hit and we had the new house with the pool and everything.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And we, so anyway, yeah, we wanted to share with everybody. Like, mm-hmm. Again, like you said, you know our success is everyone else's success. And we want to, to share it with you. I mean, we want to have fun, have parties, and enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And we invite all of these people, and nobody shows up.
0: Well, not nobody. I know, but
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> the very few people. Every, there was one every person. One,
0: and he didn't even reach out to me to say we need to get together. Every single person that sent me a message, commented on a post, said, can't wait for you to move back, all the stuff we just said, not one of those people came to the party. Yeah. And I think we were... <laughs> we had we had sent out this mass invite mm-hmm. to all of these people. Everybody that had said they wanted to see us, wanted to meet you, wanted to see the house, wanted to see me. Because, you know, keep in mind... I hadn't. I didn't go to my ten year high school reunion. I didn't go to my twenty year because I was away. I was busy. I, I couldn't do it. So, it was kind. We kind of thought it was going to be kind of a mini reunion. Yeah. With all these people, and not one of those people showed up. Yeah, for this, I know. Our close friends that they we had up. made came. Yeah. And <laughs> one guy I went to high school with showed up drunk. Oh my gosh, that um, was funny. And but but that was it. Everybody else flaked, and so. I think initially,
1: oh, and then he went to rehab the next day or the
0: (laughs) next week. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) and then it was kind of like, well, was that was that a fluke? I mean, what? Because it was on on the weekend. It was, you know, we had two birthday cakes. We catered all this barbecue Uh for like fifty fucking people, and I think we had like what twelve. Yeah, and you know, it was just kind of you could tell like the people that showed up were like, like kind of felt bad for me. (laughs) Yeah because of it and, uh, and this is pre-podcast so even if you want to say that well no one knew we should have because you're an opinionated asshole uh, they, didn't, they didn't know this yet. <laughs> <laughs> and and so it was like well well what the fuck happened mm-hmm. so then it was like okay well we're gonna have a massive halloween party and so in on halloween october we invite all the same people again because mm-hmm. they were like oh sorry missed it yeah couldn't get a babysitter you know the same lame ass fucking excuses everybody yeah. gives like yeah you know mm-hmm. about the goddamn thing for 90 days and I mean, you just couldn't get a babysitter yeah
1: because right? we we like plan our shit yeah we don't
0: spring in anything on anybody Mm-mm. we want you to have plenty of warning if you don't want to go
1: just fucking. Just fucking say, it.
0: say right out the gate, you know what, I don't want to go. Yeah. Don't be like, oh yeah, I can't wait. Woohoo! And then come up with some or lame ass or, excuse.
1: Or put maybe. Yeah, I
0: hate those. Maybe. Too. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Either you're going or you're not. Yeah,
1: oh maybe if I don't have anything better to do. Yeah. That's
0: irritating.
1: That irritates the shit out of me.
0: Um so then so for Halloween, we did the same thing. We're like, oh, we're gonna have this massive party. We we made more friends before Halloween. We had a great turnout. Yeah. But all those people again didn't show up. Uh-huh. And I was like I'm I'm done. You know, I'm done inviting inviting, inviting anybody from my past aside from like, you know, this these few people that mm-hmm. actually show up. Um cuz they had outgrown me, I'd outgrown them. So don't pretend like we still have to be close cuz yeah. I I was just playing along because they were the ones that initiated and said, right. "Can't wait to see you. Uh-huh. Got to catch up. It's been 20 years." Missed you, mm-hmm. yeah. bullshit. Yeah, don't say something nice that you don't mean. I know. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but, you know. I think that that's another thing, though. Like with, I think that moving away, moving away is one thing that I guess people that that have lived in the same city their entire life. They can't won't understand. Yeah.
0: cannot relate to.
1: They yeah. can't understand that, and they one they're like, "Why would you ever leave?" Mm-hmm. But then there's the others that are like, "Oh, I wish I would, I could leave," and it's like, "Well, you can, yeah. <laughs> just fucking leave, just fucking go." Yeah. But I think that when you leave, you really put yourself. You take yourself away, like, kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. You take yourself away from all of those friends and those people, and and you're just different now. Mm-hmm. And
0: they do its out of sight, out of mind.
1: Yeah, they don't understand why you can, why you did that in the first place. Why would you leave? Like, like you
0: abandon them.
1: Yeah, and I think that I mean for me, I know that I definitely went through that with in, in Colorado. And one thing that I don't like is. Is how people are like. Oh, I miss you. I yeah. miss you so much. And it's like, really? Do you though? Like, mm-hmm. would you? Would you reach out to me if I was there? Would Would we be hanging out if I was there? If yeah. you if... not
0: that we just happen to go to the same thing and see each other.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh huh. If If I if you would hang out with me, that's different. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that wouldn't that wouldn't hang out with me and
0: well even to take that a step further how many fucking people have we now i travel for, i used to travel for work with covid not so much but we have hundreds of thousands of free points on airlines mm-hmm. how many fucking people have we offered let us know when you want to come out we will fly you out for free yes. Pick you up at the fucking airport, give you free lodging and free booze and free food the entire time you're here. Yeah, That's sounds with a, awesome. With a pool. Yeah, a pool. You get to have your own little mini vacation here. Yeah. And we've had one person. Yeah. That well, was like, I
1: guess yeah, yes, one person specifically, but I mean, I guess like I can't really count my dad.
0: Yeah, aside from him and Lisa, uh-huh. I mean, but but you know, Michelle was the uh-huh. only one that was like. Ah oh, yes, yeah. I can't wait. We've offered. I almost said. It, I almost started to to people's names, but we we've offered it to a ton of people. I know. Come yeah. out. Let us know. The offer still
1: stands. I mean, you know, it's like we would love to have you guys out here. No, the
0: offer doesn't stand. <laughs> uh, the offer's off the table. You're going to spend your own goddamn money to come out here and visit me, and I may let you stay in a guest room. Yeah,
1: you're funny. No,
0: they 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 blew that opportunity. <laughs> But but the other flip side of that no, is Oh, I know
1: that you would I know oh, you I'd would still be, let him yeah I wouldn't do that because well,
0: no, you all... I offer that up quick yeah you do every time we go back God. I offer it up like, to multiple on, people come or, on over. they're like oh yeah we see we see your house we'll so you got to be every so and so came you know, your, your, you know Paul said it was a great place Paul and Lisa came back said it was awesome yeah. we would love to see it we'd love to have you
1: yeah come out uh-huh.
0: it's free. Yeah. You have to pay, what, parking at DIA unless somebody drops off I and mean, right. it? <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I think that the other flip side of that, though, which I think beyond the I miss you thing that irritates you, this irritates me the most and I think it irritates you more is when are you coming back home?
1: Oh, gosh, I know. Yeah.
0: And this is home.
1: Yeah, this is home now.
0: You know, mm-hmm. this. when I lived in Colorado, Colorado was home. When yeah. I lived in California, California was home. I would visit Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But Oklahoma was not home until I moved back to Oklahoma. Yeah. And that starts to wear really thin on you when people that won't take the effort to do something absolutely free Mm -hmm. want to know when you are going to carve out time to come back. And then when we did go back. Oh, Oh,
1: gosh. Everybody yeah. fucking blew us off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And it, it I don't know, I think that I get pretty disappointed. Mm-hmm. I get upset and I get disappointed in in all of that because it's like that's kinda it's just like I know that and I know that everyone has their own lives. And, and, and stuff. Th- th- but, the, the but don't thing tell is, me that when yeah, you're coming back.
0: I I do not expect anybody to put their life on hold to come and visit us mm-hmm. or stop what they're doing when we go back for my work and we're there for 2 days. I don't expect anybody to put their life on hold to do that. But shut the fuck up about when are you coming back? Oh, oh, you're coming in? We should hang out. Oh, you just left? Why didn't you let me know you were here? We could have had dinner. Bullshit. We would not have. Yeah. Because you <laughs> wouldn't have wanted well, it's to funny do that. because I
1: think that like some people probably strategically Text me or message me like <laughs> right as yeah. the, after I leave like mm-hmm. oh I wish I, I wish you would have told me yeah. it's like okay
0: they sure. they see your check in that we're flying to Denver yeah. they see us doing stuff <laughs> and they see us leaving heading back home and they're like are you still in town I'd love to catch up tonight knowing yeah. damn well we're not there anymore <laughs> I know it's like all right you
1: know. yeah but I re- at least I reached out
0: <laughs> but but the the removing yourself from the home base the home base is is the very clearly shows who wants to stay in your life and who does oh,
1: not oh yeah for sure and
0: and it, and like you said people that haven't done it they don't understand it Mm-mm. and they can't appreciate it and i think for as many negatives as we're poking at with it it's at least a very clear decider mm-hmm. on well you know no hard feelings you don't want to invest in me any longer? Thanks. I don't need to invest in you anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not... There's not hard feelings. And I think that, you know, we're coming off like... Like there is hard well, feelings. Well, fuck you. Yeah. didn't you show up. All of that is based on what other people said, though. Yeah. When are you coming back? Can't wait to see you. Don't say that shit. Yeah. If you really don't want to see somebody when they come back home to visit, then don't act like you do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely hate... People saying something nice just to try to appear to be nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're mean if you don't say anything at all. I think you're a fucking liar when you say something very nice and ill-intended that you don't ever plan to hold the your end of the bargain upon. Mm-hmm. I think you're a liar when you do that. I don't think you're mean. I think you're a liar and I think you're inconsiderate. It yeah. doesn't mean I dislike you or don't ever want to see you again. Mm-hmm. Just don't do that.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, just be upfront and yeah. honest and... And and not it's like the not saying anything or saying something nice to somebody. You're messing that oh all up. Oh my gosh, I am. <laughs> this th- <laughs> it, <laughs> if, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything yes, at all. Has you. been
0: replaced with if you don't have anything nice to say, I now I gotta make up some nice shit to say.
1: Yeah. And just, just keep you your don't, mouth shut. don't say yeah. anything. Just don't say anything at all. It's it's but, okay.
0: But from, from your perspective, you know, I, I talked about how, you know, I, I pulled myself from my home base at a young age mm-hmm. and then, you know, got glimpses of it and just saw it kind of fall apart over 20-year time frame to where, like I said, when I would come back, it would be, oh, I've got to see 25 people. Mm-hmm. And then that quickly... Jump down to 15 and then to 10 and then to five and then to one mm-hmm. over 20 years. So like every five years, five people fell off of that check-in list. Yeah. But for you, 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 you are now experiencing the move, but even prior to that, you were experiencing the growth separation yeah, of other before, friendships before and relationships. The, yeah. Yeah. Just because of your own individual growth, growth or our growth as a couple, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say created a wedge, but like I said, priorities changed. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it did. And I think that when, like you said, and the, the whole saying is people want you to be happy or successful or happy, mm-hmm. but just not happier or successful than they are. Right. And that's, that's definitely what had happened to me. And it was like, you know, I left my awful relationship. Good for you. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you did that, you know. And, and it wasn't that, because nobody even knew how awful it was, though. But, I mean, except for maybe a couple people. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, of course, I told people right. this is how bad it was. And, well, good. I'm glad that you, you know, did that for yourself. And then I started going to the gym. Or no, I met you, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you found a good guy. Yeah, he's such a good guy." Blah blah blah. Then I start going to the gym, and it's like, good for you. Mm-hmm. You, you're. I'm glad that you're taking your health seriously, and wow, I can't believe you're losing. You lost ten pounds, mm-hmm. and then more pounds roll off, and then right. it gets different. And then I, and then I get a new job, and it's like more and more. Or less and less people start Mm -hmm. telling me congratulations. Right. And less and less people start telling me congratulations about losing weight. Mm -hmm. More and more people start talking shit. Mm -hmm. Saying, well, she doesn't have kids. So that's why she's able to lose weight. Or Mm -hmm. some dumb shit like that. Or
0: they blame me. Mm -hmm. Seth didn't like her big. He he made her lose weight. Oh
1: my gosh, I know. Yeah, Yeah, that's stupid. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so I mean, all of these things—it's like it happened while we were while we were in Colorado, mm-hmm. and and it was it was upsetting. I mean, I, I said in the beginning how it sucks. It sucks to to be in in my situation where I mean, I genuinely like people, mm-hmm. um, and I genuinely. Like to have a lot of friendships, mm-hmm. and for these people to just be like, "Ugh, I don't, I don't know why, but I just don't like her anymore." Yeah. And yeah,
0: but they, they don't say, "I don't know why." They make up a reason. That's when they say she's changed. She thinks she's better than us. And- the
1: biggest thing that they're that they do though is blame you. Oh yeah, that's the the most common mm-hmm. thing. And I think that even like. Even with some of the other relationships that we don't have anymore with people, they I know that at least the women mm-hmm. <laughs> are like, well, I like Crystal, but Seth's an asshole.
0: <laughs> but it's funny because they can't... There's nothing that... they They can't ever say anything like, I don't like the way he treats her. No. Or... He's not right for her or it's, they can't find a way to see or show or prove or talk about a negative impact I've had on you. Mm -hmm. And I think that they, because it doesn't doesn't exist (laughs) and I think they struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, it's, I, I really don't know the exact reason why, mm-hmm. um, why some of those fizzled out the way that they did? I really don't. And we've we've asked ourselves, well, what happened? I know we can kind of go back and say, well, we know things changed here, mm-hmm. but that was their decision. We didn't do anything. I mean, yeah. it's not like you know we've never gotten like drunk at somebody's house and trashed their place, or yeah, you know, accuse somebody of cheating on somebody else, or. We we tend to find out that something was said that we didn't even know existed. Yeah. Or it's just misinformation. And we still don't know. Yeah, we still don't know. Yeah. And there there's a grudge for you know somebody that can hold a grudge, I at least know why I hold a grudge with somebody. Yeah. when, when with a lot of those, it's like, well what Why? Why is there yeah. a grudge? What happened? Yeah.
1: Um and at least let us know. But it's like, n-
0: but we decide it's not worth if it's gonna if we have to well, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. What happened? That's working too hard.
1: Yes, exactly. And good relationships shouldn't take hard work. Yeah. And so it's like, just let it be. Just and I let it fizzle.
0: I, just like I don't want to have this in my own personal marriage and intimate relationship, I don't want a friendship that I have to tiptoe around somebody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's why they... Oh, yeah, well, so-and-so said they got upset because, um, you know, Seth left... left a, a twenty dollar tip, and and we only left ten, and it made it made him feel bad because Seth left more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I'm not gonna tiptoe around your pussy ass if about your feelings. Yeah. If you know you're gonna get upset about stuff like that, <laughs> that's hard work for me, and yeah. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. You know. And and I think that I I have learned through the course of all of this that I appreciate genuine friendships. Mm-hmm. More than forced friendships. Yes. And I wish you could identify them from the gate, but you can't. I know. Because you know, we've met some people that we were like, man, I really like them. We, we clicked, oh, are they going to be at this? Yeah. And then that's who ends up stabbing us in the back. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you know, and, and even one specific person, I remember like, us telling us telling her about another situation that we had to deal with, with, you know, kind of all of this. And she's like, they're just jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the biggest thing. They're jealous of you guys. I don't understand it.
0: And then they do the and same she- <laughs> fucking thing.
1: Yeah, and it's like, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you not see now, yeah. like, what you did? And then but I think that with that, it even makes me question... Myself and Mm -hmm. and us, like okay, how many times is this going to happen? Right, and what what is it that we do that is so wrong? Mm -hmm. Well,
0: I I, even though I I can sit here and say that you know what we do on the podcast, we don't act like that in real life and in person we don't.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I I have crossed the line on social media. Not a line that I thought was there, but somebody else's line. Mm-hmm. And we know that that was the reason. Seth said something or posted something or liked something on social. I mean, one of the big problems we had, especially in Colorado, was if everybody remembers Facebook, you used to be able to see what everybody liked. Yeah. Like, it would show up, oh, Seth liked this. Seth, you know, did this. or, And I didn't really post a lot. It was just, oh, I like this or like that. And so people would see.
1: Yeah, and then, like, because, like, we, I think we'd talk about it in one of the social media episodes uh-huh. Like dudes would like
0: naked like a girl's chicks picture or something, and, you would and see they,
1: it and you, yeah, and you're like, what? Why is that yeah. dude liking that yeah. stuff? But you don't see that stuff anymore. Yeah,
0: and so during that time, that's when when we would have people try to drudge up what I had done on social media. They couldn't find everything because it was like I never put It, it was just something I liked, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to like or dislike whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But I know that the social media thing was part of it. Mm-hmm. And we've had a couple of of relationships or friendships or other couples that. We could cite specifically, well, they got mad because Seth said this. And that's where the, well, he's, he's opinionated. Mm-hmm. Came from. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're obviously as opinionated as I am because you're stating that you have a separate opinion than I have on that subject. <laughs> yeah, right. So there's no difference <laughs> mm-hmm. about it. Um, but I think, I think that I I fell into this. You people get wrapped up in their social media persona Mm -hmm. of this, you know, this, I hate the word safe space, but it's a safe environment to, oh, well, here's this. Oh, 5,000 other people agreed with that. Damn right. I agree with it. And then you forget that there's this group of people over here that don't agree with that, who you just agreed with something that they adamantly disagree with.
1: And, and you're close with them.
0: And you're close with them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like you know we've had. Um, I don't. I don't want to go down the route of politics with it, but you know we we've. I... Well,
1: even in the begin. So in the beginning of our relationship, uh, it was one of the election years. Yeah,
0: it was Obama Romney.
1: Yeah, and then um, one of our pretty close. I mean, it was a close friend at the time. We would hang out with and go to these little, I mean it wasn't like I guess she wasn't like super super close but close enough to where we like to spend at least a day a month or an mm-hmm. evening a month with her and and she liked us together she loved us as a couple and like thought that mm-hmm. that we were awesome together and then the election came and it she hated Seth after that.
0: Yep. Uh, and her and I didn't even get into it about anything. No.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah,
0: she just could not get past it. And that, that, and I didn't do what people do now. I wasn't like, you know, posting every day and sharing all this stuff no. uh, and things like that. It just, it came out that, um, and it wasn't that I disliked or hated or really liked someone. It wasn't even divisive as it is now in the political landscape. Yeah. It was really just questioning things and that became that severed that relationship because of that Mm -hmm. and then i was public enemy number one yeah from then on i know um but that was another one of those things where based on where i was from and my background of who i had been associated with my entire adult life they tended to fall on one side of the political spectrum Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and i didn't meet other people from the other opposing side until i met you
1: yeah I know.
0: And ultimately that resulted in we're both independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even Republican or Democrat anymore. Um, because both of us were with one party, and then we realized that they're both full of shit and stupid, <laughs> and we don't want to be associated with it, and we're middle of the road.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and But I think that there was... You know, there's a lot of preconceived notions about that, too. mm mm-hmm. uh, Well, you know, well, he's he's from a red state, and he was in the military. He can't help it. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. the same excuse like you hear with... Like a Leo. Yeah, like, the uh, astrological science. Uh-huh. That's an asshole, because he's a Leo, and all the Leos are like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I don't like it when, like, a beta male Leo comes up to me, and is like, oh, Leo's bro. I'm like, get out of here. You were <laughs> born in the wrong month. You're a preemie. You weren't supposed to be born in this. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> but I, you know, I. so I, I say all that because th- there are, you know, you have to look at it and own up to the, and at least acknowledge the responsibility that you have. Uh, yes, this is what I contributed negatively to that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of being a baby about it, at least say that that's why. Mm-hmm. Because you sound like an absolute fool if you're like, well, <sighs> I don't like them anymore because of what they posted on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you sound so weak if you say that, but that's why a lot of relationships just fizzled yeah. and went away yes. and were severed.
1: I know. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like we call it outgrowing them. Mhm. But I mean, it's really just it's outgrowing them because you don't <laughs> you don't have anything in common anymore. Yeah. But it wasn't our fault that
0: Well, it wasn't intentional. I don't want to completely release us from blame. Especially myself.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. It wasn't
0: right. intentional. And we right. didn't we didn't see it happening when it was happening.
1: Well and but some of the stuff it's like we uh, why would we want to to sever the relationship? Yeah. I don't know. It was
0: The decision to sever it has was never, never, been, has ours. never been, has ours. been ours. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yes, um, but I, I think we kind of got a little off topic with it because I, I think initially when we were wanting to talk about <laughs> the growth, it was really these long old friends that we've had who were stagnant their entire life, mm-hmm. and somebody else was not. And it's you know it's this it's the race analogy that I've given yes. on here before mm-hmm. of both of you start on the same starting line and one of you takes off at a faster pace than the other one and you're way ahead of the race, and the other person is like. What the fuck? What happened? Why'd you leave me behind? And it's like, well, you took yourself out of the race. You sat down and got a drink of water, and that's why you have a job you could have had when you were 16. That's why you're living with your parents like you did when you were 16. That's why you don't have anything to show for it like you did when you were 16. I mean, people intentionally make decisions. I mean, the succeeding and not succeeding are both predicated by the decisions you make or don't make. Mm hmm. It's the same equation to get to both of them. It's just a different way of getting or a different result. Right. And so they, neither one of them happened by accident. You don't just become a 40-year-old a you know, professional stay-at-home child that's a loser. <laughs> it doesn't happen by accident. That's no. a deliberate step of multiple decisions from the time you became an adult until now your midlife crisis that you decided to be a fucking loser.
1: Decisions to not do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is a decision. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> you're not forced to do.
0: That. Even if you went through some serious shit, which newsflash, everybody goes through some serious shit. Yeah. How you react to those situations is even more important at the when you're coming out of those because that's still your decision. It's not that it's not a good excuse that you would experience tragedy or loss or trauma or whatever you want to put in there. It is a good excuse, but it's still an excuse. Mm -hmm. And you either let it be an excuse. I I told somebody recently that you can have have a very traumatic um, negative experience, and you can either use it as a crutch for the rest of your life as to why you don't succeed, or you can use it as a catapult and send yourself farther than you would have gone if you hadn't gone through that tragedy. And that both of those are absolute decisions that are 100% on the person making the decision, Mm -hmm. not anybody else. And you can sit there and you can point fingers and you can blame, well, I went through this and I went through that. And, and this is why I haven't grown as a person. And this is why, you know, you've gone over here and it's like, no, that's, it's a good excuse, but you're still using an excuse as to why you decided not to flourish.
1: Yep. I know. So. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that's perfectly said. I don't, I don't really <laughs> I don't think I can add anything to that. My yep. job. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm ready for another drink. Me Those too. things are good. They're really good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So do you have anything else to add? No, uh-uh. I don't. All right. Yeah. So um, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.
2: Thanks.